we're going to get us rolling. We're going to get us rolling. Looks like we got a couple people starting to tune in here, starting to chime in. I'm going to get us rolling and see if we can't uh, see if we can't build this thing up a little bit. So um, I guess, um, you know, if you've seen anything that I've done before, I guess we start this off the right way, right? Right? So let's do this. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! Hey, guys, Scott Butcher, and this is KBF's The Way In. Uh, I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and uh, this is episode one, as you guys can see behind me. And uh, we're excited. I'm excited. Uh, KBF's excited. Uh, this whole thing has been, uh, has been a journey to kind of get to where we are. Um, and, uh, and I'm excited. Uh, we've got uh, a super cool lineup for tonight's show. And this is going to be something that we build off of. Uh, everything that we're planning to do with, uh, with the weigh-in is coming from a fan point of view. Uh, point blank, if you guys aren't familiar with me in the industry, um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan first in the industry. I enjoy, uh, I enjoy fishing. I enjoy being out on the water. Um, but but my, my, my love and everything that I love about this sport is about the community. And, uh, and so this is, this is going to be a fan-driven show. It's going to be about um, the anglers. It's going to be about the sport, about the industry. Um, we're going to do uh, all types of different things. Uh, we're going we're gonna to bring on anglers. Um, tonight we've got uh, 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 Bogdan, the, uh, the winner uh, from this weekend's FLW KBF Cup. Um, he's coming online and kind of kind of walk us through, uh, you know, his tournament weekend and what happened. And uh, next week we've already got some other, we've got another guest lined up that I'm not going to get into yet. Um, but we're just, this is going to be an opportunity each week for us to get together and talk about the sport, talk about the industry and weigh in on what's going on around the industry for kayak fishing. Um, that's why we've titled it Weigh In and that's why uh, it's going to be a platform, an opportunity for us to do storytelling. For us to talk about, you know, Ron Champion and his comeback from 61st place this weekend to 10th. We're going to talk about Corey Dreyer and uh, and his and his wife and kids and what he does to get ready and prep for tournaments. You know, we're going to talk about the industry. We're going to talk about the guys out west. We're gonna we're gonna have days where we'll bring Greg Blanchard on and we talk about YouTube and how he does what he does. Um, you know, we're just we're we're going to use this platform and use this opportunity weekly. To, uh, to, to tell stories and to communicate with one another about the sport and the industry and why we love it so much. Um, I'm a fan of this sport because of the community around this sport. And so all I've wanted to do since my time of getting into the sport is explain to everyone else why this sport is so important to me. So with that, welcome to the episode one of Scott Buser's Weigh In. Now, let's get started, guys. Uh, this past weekend, uh, let me adjust camera here a little bit, actually. This past weekend was quite big, quite big in the sport, quite big in the industry, because it, uh, it was the first ever time that, uh, that, that, that FLW, repping the, repping the swag, right, uh, that FLW and KBF partnered up to, uh, to, to, to bring our sport, which we all know and love, as, as a pretty big deal, but to bring it to a bigger platform. Um, you know, watching the way in this weekend and seeing that, you know, a lot of those guys and a lot of the, the, the fans in the audience there at the boat ramp in, in, in Dayton were, uh, were, you know, didn't really understand what, what kayak bass fishing was, how we were doing our weigh-in and stuff like that. And so, you know, when Chad stepped on stage and explained what, uh, you know, how we do that and what, you know, what a 20-inch fish is relative to that world, 
Um, I think it was an eye opener. I think that, you know, that leaving the parking lot. So when I left the parking lot, um, they had just finished announcing John Cox is winning the FLW tournament, right? And when I left that parking lot, uh, my FLW app on my on my phone dinged, and and it was actually the uh, the the blog post um, with uh, uh, with Bogman holding up the check and a whole write up about him winning that tournament, and I was still in the parking lot. So that type of exposure and that type of instant stuff is uh, is something that we're super excited about. It's something that. Uh, you know, it's just, it's the next level. We've talked about and talked about and talked about in the industry and in our own Facebook groups and in our own posts and everything else about, you know, how do we kind of go to the next step? And uh, and this weekend was it. And so it, it was super, super awesome to be there, to be a part of that, to experience that. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. So anyway, uh, before we bring Bogdan on, uh, here's what I'd love for all you guys to do. Uh, Y'all, first things first is you guys give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from. And if you would, while I get ready to bring Bogdan on, please go in and share this video. Share this live feed. I believe there's a share button somewhere. Brad, where's the share button at? Uh, if you're using your mobile app, it's on the lower left-hand corner. It says share. Lower left-hand, guys. Y'all see it right there. Go ahead and click that share button. Share and, and bring in your friends. Tell them to come watch along with you. Uh, but we're fixing to bring in Bogdan real quick, and uh, and we're going to do a full tournament recap. Let me go see if I can find Bogdan and, uh, and get him involved here. You guys give us a holler. Let us know where you're, where you're hitting us up from. Uh, Bogdan, if you are watching my buddy, go ahead and hit that request button because it's not giving me an ad button for you for some crazy reason. Let's see, right there. Uh, let's see, Bogdan, you should be able to. Let's see what we got on here. Amanda Brandon is gone. Corey's on. Uh, Nick is on. We've got a few folks. Uh, Sam Jones, what's going on? Nick Dyer. Ron Stewart, James Coleman Reed, Mike Elsie, the champ is in the room. The 2019 Kai Bass Fishing National Champ is in the room. Uh, Hoover, uh, old not right. Uh, you know, guys, a lot of people call Chad Hoover not right. And we're wondering if maybe he was not right for letting me kind of take this show over and let me kind of run this. I don't know. I'll let you guys judge for yourself how that goes. Um, but a lot of guys going on here. Corey Dryer's in, Jim Clark. Uh, Tim Isaacs, Anthony Rydell, uh, Freddie, what's going on, brother? brother? Uh, Jonathan Timmons is watching. Uh, again, guys, y'all make sure you give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from. Go in and share this post. We're getting ready for the weigh-in uh, with uh, with with the, the first time DZ FLW KBF Cup champion presented by Yagatak. There's the man right there, and and Bogdan, bro. I'm not even gonna try to butcher your last name. Tell me again. We've tried this a couple times already. Tell me how we say your last name, bro. Well, you're not the first one to not chat, not gonna butcher it, so don't feel too <laughs> bad. So my name is Bogdan Korostetsky. Bogdan. I'm still not. I don't think I'm saying your first name right. Bogdan. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Close. It's, fine, you know. it's the it's the it's the redneck southern accent, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, dude, because you know I always feel like my last name, right, is always like no one. I get the same thing, and and when I look at yours, I'm like, well, you got it worse than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, bro, uh, welcome to the first ever episode of the Way In, bro. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, and congratulations, you guys. I know that y'all can't give a round of applause at home, but y'all smash that, th that thumbs up and, uh, and smash that heart button. 
and welcome Bogdan to the show. Um, dude, getting to getting to talk to a couple of your friends and talk to you and learn more about you and reading some of the interviews and some of the write-ups, going in and finding your YouTube channel and your Facebook pages and doing some study on you for this interview tonight. Bro, I got to say, man, you built a fan out of me, bro. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's good to hear. What, um, I mean, is it, are you, is, does it feel real? Are you feeling like, uh, is it, I mean, you're like, like you're the, you're the first ever FLW KBF champ. <laughs> I mean, first couple of days, like yesterday and Sunday, it just didn't feel real. Uh, I think it's kicking in. I feel like there's a lot of emotions going on. It's not just like happy. There's, there's a mix of different kind of stuff. And I don't know, because maybe I was so tired, it's all coming out. Like, it's either like, I'm all happy, all stressed out, and like, for no reason. I don't know, it's just weird. Well, you spent the whole weekend not getting very much sleep on, uh, in, in Tennessee. I mean, you were, I mean, you had, you were running 90 to nothing every time I saw you everywhere. Yeah, pretty much practice. And the first day, it was four hours of sleep. The next day, it was like three. So, That's incredible, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely incredible, dude. That's the, you know. Too. That that's something that the older guys in the sport, and I'm not even—I don't consider myself one of those yet. But I got, I got, I got more than a decade on you, and uh, you know, I, I just—I don't—I don't move on three hours of sleep like I used to. <laughs> yeah, and so, guess what? I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee? No. That's just some kind of Ukrainian superpower, then, right? Like. No, I'm just—I don't know. <laughs> just you just got it right. Just get it done. I. Yeah, I just got it. <laughs> I like it, man. Well, I'll tell you what, dude. Well, I want to back up a minute because a lot of people that don't know who you are, and I've actually had that conversation. I actually had a couple of the guys hit me up and feel bad because they didn't, they didn't, they didn't know your name. Um, you know, and it's not that you came out of nowhere. You've been fishing these trails and fishing to tournaments for quite a while. But I want to take a step back, man, and go a little bit further back, real quick, before we get into the tournament. Um, you were born in, you were born and raised in the Ukraine, correct? Yep, yep, exactly. I was born in Ukraine, uh, on the west side of Ukraine. So that if anybody even knows where Ukraine is, it's like next to Poland, Russia, and yeah, that's that area. And then you and your family took visas and moved here in 2010, right? Yep, uh, we won a green card. So as immigrants, we moved to America in 2010. All right, I don't want to get too deep here, but what do you mean you want a green card? Explain that to the rednecks and me well, what that means. Well, it's like you you have applications, you just fill them up, fill them up, and then if you, you're chosen, you have the ability to get a green card. So, so I guess uh, one, I mean, we were chosen. That's yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a lottery system. Right? Pretty much, yeah. 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 That's impressive. And now, so now you moved over here with mom and dad. You got siblings? Yep, uh, we moved with my two brothers in 2010. Okay. Older brothers, younger brothers? Uh, both. Both? You're the middle? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay. And then, uh, so you moved here, and you spoke very little English when you moved here as a 13-year-old, right? Yeah, pretty much no English. You know, we did have, like, English classes in, in the school, but we were, like, we're never going to use it. Why would we even try, you know? So, <laughs> so here we are. Using English regularly, right? Yep. Well, you uh, you spoke very well standing on stage holding a $5,000 check this past weekend. Well, 
Well, I don't think so. I, I watched it over and I don't want to watch it again. I was <laughs> some, I, I, I was not ready. I was so nervous. I should have like drank a Red Bull or something. But no coffee. Wait a minute. You'll do a Red Bull, but no coffee? Well, well, I drink like maybe two Red Bulls a year just in case when I'm driving home and I'm too tired. And I had one when I, when I was driving back and it just helped me for 20 minutes. It just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm, Red Bull, if you're watching, we're sorry. That was not a good endorsement of your product, and we apologize. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Yeah, well, well, now we can now we can forget about the Red Bull Open. So thanks a lot. You re, you really made that work for us, Bogdan. Appreciate that, bro. <laughs> All right, boss man. So so what amazes me about you, and what a lot of people may not know, is do you you know you were really, you know I joked with you talking about the American Dream and kind of the storyline, but but dude, your story is incredible. Moving here, you know, uh, less than a decade ago with, with, with you know, with, without really having any English, when did you pick up kayak fishing? Well, when I graduated high school, I just didn't know what I want to do. You know, I started taking classes, try to do like transfer uh, things in college and just wasn't doing anything else, just work in college. So I think like one of the days I went to my local lake which I started fishing like right away. Uh, they rent kayaks for like $10 for an hour. So I rented and I was just so fascinated by like being so close to the water. And the next couple of days I went to Amazon, typed in kayaks and bought an inflatable kayak for like $60, $70. And that was my what? first kayak. Your first yep. kayak was an inflatable off of Amazon. Yep. That's absolutely amazing, dude. Wow, I did not know that. That's incredible, man. And now, so uh, what do you know? I mean, what year is this? We're talking about like, you know, 2010 or so? That was 2015. 2000 and what? 2015, around spring, summer 2015. I got you. Uh, Amanda, stop texting me. I'm using my, uh, my, my, my iPad and you're dinging up and tearing up my screen. Leave me alone. I'm working here. And uh, anyway, Amanda Brandon KBF is, uh, is is asking me questions, and I, you know that I'm doing this. You're watching me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry, dude. Um, so it's one of those things where inflatable uh, started fishing, and then you've made. Oh, looks like we lost him. We'll try to get him back. So I'll, I'll keep going until we can get him time back in there. So he uh, he buys an inflatable kayak, right? And starts doing some kayak fishing well somewhere uh the the he lives in michigan now we're gonna see if we can get him pulled back up here i don't know what happened to him there he cut out um but uh he uh he lives in michigan and starts fishing around with a lot of the, of the local clubs there and uh we're, we're pulling him right back up right now guys so he's he's fishing around a lot of those local clubs and uh and, and not sure he, what happened there uh, no you're good man it happens so I was just explaining to, the, to everybody that, that you started fishing a lot of the local clubs and you met some of the local guys there, like Jeff Bader, Mike McKinstry, a couple of the other guys up around the Michigan area, right? Yeah, I think we need to back up a little and like talk about my first ever like official kayak tournament. Let's do it. It's pretty cool right, story. Go ahead. Uh, I think it was like a Michigan kayak fishing tournament and that was like my first official tournament. We like had tournaments with uh, friends and stuff on the lake, but that was not official. So, and I do have a video on this on my YouTube channel because because right as I bought an inflatable, I think I already had a GoPro. I think I got like a 
Best Buy gift card and I just spent it on a GoPro and I just started making my videos like right away. So now were uh, you watching YouTube before that? You were watching YouTube kayak fishing? Uh I don't I don't think so. I don't I think you. so. Now go ahead uh, and give give us a shout out, bro. What's your YouTube channel so people can find it? Okay, the YouTube channel and like all my Instagram social media is kayak outbreak. Kayak outbreak. I'm actually gonna get Brad, he's in the studio with me. I'm gonna get Brad to go pull up, to go pull your uh, your your social medias and drop them in here so people can just subscribe super easy for you. Okay, so kayak outbreak, okay. Brad, you got that, bro? Brad's on it, man. He's got your back too. So uh, so what uh, so so you get in your first tournament and now are you in the inflatable? Uh, no, at that time I did have a plastic kayak. Okay, what what was so, it? It was a feel free Moken Ten. Okay, so you've gone from the inflatable. To the feel-free mode content. Yep. Okay. All right. So you get out on the water. Your first tournament. Tell us about it. Okay. So first of all, I had to. It was like one of the first times I had to wake up early and go to the lake, and I was excited. It was like my first ever tournament, so I couldn't really sleep last night. So probably uh, two, three hours of sleep again. And guess what? I got to the lake. It was a uh, like two hour and one and a half hours maybe. Uh, drive so like midway throughout the day I fell asleep on my kayak <laughs> yeah. I, ser I seriously just fell asleep in the middle of the lake well that's a testament to Bill Free and how well they build their kayaks and so and how comfortable they are right <laughs> yeah I mean I didn't have a choice I was just falling asleep that's incredible well, maybe some coffee and Red Bull I'm seeing a trend here bro in, in your in, in your storytelling Maybe some some coffee and Red Bull might have helped. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't drink that stuff back then. <laughs> All right, so then so you get through that right, and then uh, I want to fast forward to 2018. Okay, uh, are you still with me? Looks like you. I can up. hear you. All right, cool. That's okay. Your your signal come again. So I want to fast forward to 2018 and Kentucky Lake. All right. Now this was the national championship. As a matter of fact, you and I were both fishing there. We didn't know we didn't know each other then, and nobody really knew us. Um, but you're now you've come to Kentucky Lake to compete for a hundred thousand dollars. That was the first place prize um, in that tournament. At that at that point, it had been the, the largest scale kayak bass fishing tournament of all time. Um, uh, and so you're there to compete for that, and had done some practice, and done some and, and done some different things. But you ultimately skunked that entire trip right yep uh so in practice i actually did not skunk i feel i think the first day i caught a fish even the second day like one of the days that was snowing i, I i'm pre pretty sure i like had a fish on i just didn't land it but i feel like throughout my practice i mean i didn't know what i was doing so i just was going north 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 and i felt like i just going away from the fish or at least from the fish that would be easier to catch if i would go south you know with colder north and south so absolutely incredible man absolutely incredible so, so so you you left essentially you left kentucky lake essentially i mean you know kind of beat kind of tail between your legs and kind of drove back up to michigan and 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 you kind of quit traveling for a while right i mean you stayed local for a long time well, uh, I wouldn't say I was beat. I was actually pretty excited. You know, I didn't, I did, I never had a chance to travel that far. And Kentucky Lake was 
like just like Nick and Jack was beautiful with buff walls, all the cliffs and stuff like that. So I was not a second. I did not regret the trip for a second. I was like, you know, we had a house around the campground or the cabins, and I was yeah. the only happiest guy there. Everybody was so bummed out, upset. I was like throwing the garbage out and like walking happy for no reason. Hey, I skunked, you know. So I was not. I was not upset. It was. It was a good trip. All right, guys. Y'all, let me know. Uh, I can't tell. Is he is is he frozen on it on on the live stream? Yes. I tell you what, Bogdan Bossman. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you close out and try to come back in again and see if we can get you back up on live again. And then we're gonna yeah. lead and then we're gonna lead into this next tournament and kind of what that meant. But I'm gonna kind of explain a little bit about uh, while you go. I'm gonna kind of explain a little bit about uh, about what happened and uh, and 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 why you uh, you kind of kind of research and kind of come back up and out. Of, uh, of 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 what you did, so guys, he's having some uh, some connection issues or something. So we're gonna work through that though. So um, you guys smashed the like button. You got a bottle of water for us. That's perfectly fine, dude. You're good to go there, man. Take your time. So uh, we got um, we had the opportunity in uh, this this past year. One of your good friends, Jeff Fader, just came just went down to the to Bienville Plantation and fished the Ten Invitational. Now he came in. I was down there. While we I filmed with with Chad and Gene for for the for the television shows for that. And uh, he basically come down south and put a whooping on these boys over on Lake Fourteen. Yep. You were back home pulling him on as a friend and as a fan and as a friend of yours. You were back home like excited and getting geeked up, getting excited and pumped that that, that here's you know here's your one of your one of your buddies. You know, doing what he was doing down there, putting a whooping on these southern boys. Yep, that's exactly what happened. I mean, I was not the only one cheering him up. Like, the whole Michigan, every single group was like, go for Jeff, Jeff Fader. He was smashing them. Dude, it was, it was Fader Nation. Like, we saw Fader Nation hashtags popping up left and right all over social media. I mean, Jeff Fader come down and put on a clinic. They actually had the cameras come out to him, and he was calling his shots. I mean, he was straight up. I mean, he was mean mugging it. He actually says he's got some GoPro footage that he won't let go because he's on there just looking like an arrogant jerk, you know, just going, hey, guys, so right here today, this batch right now, watch how easy this is, you know, just and just reeling in four pounders, you know, that's what he was doing. <laughs> yep. So, but, but you had told me, and I'm going to tell the world because welcome to the weigh-in, right? That's what we do. So you had told me that that was kind of an expiring thing for you to kind of step back up and step back out and, and kind of leave the comfort zone of the little of, of home there for you and, uh, and and kind of go step out and do something else. So the next biggest trip for you that where you've gone the furthest distance just happened to be Dayton, Tennessee and Nick and Jack Lake. Exactly. So, so Jeff Fader, congratulations for inspiring the young man once again. I told you, bro, what you were doing in Bienville was big time down at the Temptational. <laughs> so you decided to come down to Nickajack. Tell us, we're going to start at the beginning, bro. When did you first look at the lake? Well, I want to back up a little. Like, at that point, like in the beginning of the year, maybe like national championship time, I didn't go to the 2019 championship. So, you know, kind of regret it. But uh, at that point, I told myself, if I'm not going to take the chances to go further, go travel out of state, I'm not going to move forward. So I wanted to 
take the chance and do a lot of more traveling that I possibly can. I so, so that traveling brought you to a lot of these guys' backyard, one of which is yeah. Ryan Lambert, who took second place. That's his stomping grounds. That's his home <laughs> turf. And well, you don't have to rub it in. Oh, no, He's a I'm good not, guy. <laughs> Ryan's a good friend of mine. He, he, Ryan totally understands. So, so when you first look at Lake Nickajack on a map, what, what kind of map study did you do? How did you do some prep work? Well, actually, first of all, I want to give some credit. Like, I, I was suggested to fish the south side. And, you know, that, that's all. Like, the south side, just fish south. That's all I, like, I had suggested. And once I started looking at maps, like, I kind of saw, yeah, it kind of, like, there's a lot of options. There's deep, there's shallow flats. There's just lots of options. So I felt like that would be my best choice if I stick to the south side. Okay. So, so then, so you're looking at a map. You make the drive down. First off, how many hours would you drive? Uh, it's like nine and a half, but if you stop, it's going to be just ten or yeah, just yeah. a little. So, you, so you're in the car for, you're in the car for half a day. Just traveling. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you're in the car for half a day, just traveling down. Now, did you did you travel with anybody this trip, or did you come down solo? Nope, nope, just my, by okay. myself. All right. So, how many days of practice did you put in? Uh, well, uh, I got there Wednesday, like afternoon. So I had like two hours on Wednesday, until five o'clock on Thursday, and and until one on Friday. And you used all that time. You practiced every minute you could. Yeah, uh, except Thursday, I forgot to charge my battery. Actually, like my Yak Power system was like just turned on, and I had my GoPro, and it just my my battery died like four o'clock. I, I would have stayed until like seven or eight and yeah, yeah. and more, but at that point, I already found the offshore stuff, so I kind of needed the graph, and the Navionics on the phone was not accurate enough to be, you know, just to fish like that. I got you. So you loaded. So you you loaded up. You're a native guy. You fished out of a Titan 12, right? Yep, exactly. And uh, so you loaded up Thursday. You loaded up the Titan, feeling pretty confident in what you're doing. Go charge batteries and kind of and kind of get ready for because Friday in in most KBF tournaments we get to practice all day the day before the tournament leading up to it. Well, this was FLW had their hands in this tournament for the first time, and so our cutoff time was one o'clock. So so you come off the water one at Friday, and at this point. Are you feeling pretty confident? Well, actually, um, I didn't go to the good spots. Like the south side had like a very long, like submerged railroad, so I kind of felt like that's the juice. And I spent like the whole day pretty much trying to find something there. And that's like one of my spots. There's like just one hump over there, but there's just like two, three miles of that stuff. I was I couldn't find anything, so. I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. So let's 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 kick into tournament days, right? So fr uh, Saturday morning rolls around and and you uh you you know, I'm sure you got up. Did you sleep well Friday night? Uh I think so. I mean it was it was pretty exciting. Well, actually in pre fishing, the first day I got there I saw Run Champions truck. So I was like, I found a good spot, you know. <laughs> that <laughs> that gave me some confidence. Wait a minute, what day was this? That was all like that was Wednesday and Thursday. I saw his truck on the park. So you and Ron Champion were launching from the same space on Friday. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. So just like as, as I would, as a fan, right, I would pull up and go, oh, my God. First off, I would have taken selfies with Ron Jenkins' truck because, you know, <laughs> what I did. I feel like you're lying if you say you didn't. <laughs> I, I took a picture. I, wanted, I, I never posted it. I took a picture of his truck. Yeah, I mean, it's Ron freaking champion, right? Yeah, exactly. It's okay, brother. You got prize for other people. You know, it's okay. It's good. So you take a picture of Ron Champion's truck, and you're like, I'm in the right spot because it runs, Ron's consistently at the leaderboard in KBF and everything that he does. He actually has a phenomenal story of his own from this week, from Nick and Jack. Um, uh, we, we won't get into the details, but Ron essentially went from 60, 60 61st place on day one and came all the way back to where he his wheels squeaked as he hit the brakes to come in behind the stage because FLW was holding the stage and holding their live audience and their live television broadcast waiting for Ron Champion to come take the stage and claim 10th place in the first ever DZ KBK, uh, FLW KBF uh, Cup presented by Yakutak. So that's a phenomenal story in and of its own. So I love the fact that you pull up the boat ramp and you see Ron's truck and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the juice, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the south side has, like, a lot of ground. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, it's not just the whole thing, you know. You, need, yeah. you still need to find it. But that gave me some confidence. <laughs> so so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to speed us through day one just a little bit, right? So, so day one... You come out. You caught all your fish. You had a you had you had a full stringer by what time day one? Uh, seven fifteen. I caught five keepers. So by seven fifteen, you're now upgrading from seven fifteen for the rest of the day, which is yep. which is incredible, guys. And so you make your way up. We had to drive this 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 weekend. We had to drive up from Nickajack up to Dayton uh, because the FLW guys were up on or up on Chickamauga. And uh, so, so day one, they line up, I think, the top ten of you guys, right, and put you in the corner. Did you know when you're lined up right there that you're sitting in the top spot? Uh, well, you know, there's a thing called Facebook, and if somebody posted something and tagged you on Facebook, that kind of means uh, a lot of things. So, I, like, I did – well, first of all, I checked the, the leaderboard. I usually don't check it, but I kind of wanted to know where I'm at, so if I should keep beating the fish up so I can be in a better position, or if should I just stop? So I did check the leaderboard, and I was in first place. So that was pretty cool. Um, and you, you Okay, hang on. Okay, so that right there, what you just said, is the juice. So, guys, I'm a fan of this sport. I'm not a, an, uh, an, an angler on any level compared to what these guys are doing. As a fan of this sport, it's amazing to me that you had the mental ability to go, I need to slow down and not sore lip all these fish or not, not beat them up so bad because you know you want to come back tomorrow. At no point would I have ever processed that out as a fan or as an amateur, amateur angler would I have ever thought that up. I would have been kept ripping, lip, flipping right and set myself up for failure. So kudos to you for having that thought. That already shows the competitor in you and what you're doing to think that far ahead of the game, bro. Because I, I, I wouldn't have done that. You just taught me something, and I don't think I'm the only one. I think, I think there's a bunch of folks that would not have thought that far ahead. So thank you for that lesson right there, my brother. Great, great stuff right there, Bogdan. That's cool. So, all right, so, so you get to the stage, and like you said, we've got – if you guys are new to the sport or just tuning in or whatever, 
we've got channels on Facebook and Instagram and all these different places to where our community really lives and breathes and communicates with one another. And so like Bogdan said, he's been tagged on Facebook at this point probably 30 or 35 times. I'm sure your phone was lighting up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we line up So we line up all 10 of you guys, and we call you guys up on stage. And at this point, uh, I believe uh, you, were, you, were the, you were in the first spot, and I believe Ryan was like below, right below you on day one, right? I think Ryan was in like eighth or sixth place. Or, okay, I'm not I'll, sure, have check, I'll have to check my stats on that. If one of you guys remember who was in number two or number three on, on day three, or if it was one of you guys, y'all chime in and refresh my memory. I don't have those notes in front of me. Refresh my memory on who was, who was two and three on day one, right? Um, I know Craig Dye was in there. Craig's in here now. I know that he was in there, I think, top three or four on day, on day one. So, anyway, so what I want to do, boss man, is I want to dive into day two. All right? And I want to walk through. I've got all five of your fish pulled up on the screen next to me. Right? I want to walk through each of these five fish and run through when you caught them, how you caught them, what you caught them on, and what you were doing. Right? And we'll kind of wrap this thing up and get to you holding that big check that's now sitting behind you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. That sounds good. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. So, do you want to go fish by fish in the order that you caught them? Do you remember that, or do you want me actually, to call yeah. off the size fish? Actually, I was ready, so I wrote them down. I went to my album and I wrote down like just. All right. So, what fish. which size fish was your first keeper? That's in that's in your final five. That's a fifteen and a half incher. Was was in was one of your finals? You don't have a fifteen and a half. Your biggest, your smallest fish in your in your total final. Is sixteen seven five. According, uh, I think that oh, wait, could have been first day one. Right, I'm looking at day one. My bad. My bad. You're right. Uh, I'm looking at. All right. So let me go to event total here. Let me go to day two. You're absolutely right, Bachman. Let me pull up. Let me pull you up right. All right. Yes. All right. So you're you got two that are fifteen fifty, right? On yep. day. All right, so day two, you you get you get your first keeper of fifteen fifty. Tell us about that fish, what time of day it was, and what your process was for catching that fish. Well, actually, I caught it at four forty-seven a.m. and I got to my spot at six forty-eight. So about an hour it took me to catch a first keeper. And day before it was like on fire, lights out. So I was like excited, I'm gonna catch him so hard, and I didn't for. Like, not a fish. No, actually, I caught like a one eleven incher before that, but that was not scorable. But I was, I was, I was expecting too much, and then it was so slow for one hour. It just like it was stressing me out. So in the first hour on day two, you're struggling to catch fish. You start, or you start playing through, or you start getting in that panic mode, right? Oh yeah. Are you oh, seeing, yeah. Are you thinking around other people? Can you see or hear other people catching fish? Uh, no, I was like in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the lake. Uh, okay. I don't, I didn't see anybody. So you get, so you hook your first keeper, fifteen and a half, and what did, what did you hook him on? Tell us about it. Oh, every single fish, day one and day two, I caught on the jackhammer cheddar rate with like a diesel minnow swim bait as a trailer. The 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 Z-Man jackhammer, huh? Uh, yep. And funny story, I I never bought a jackhammer before. Like Thursday or Friday, we went with Jeff to the academy to buy some lures and like fishing line. So that's the first time I bought a jackhammer. 
and they only had two colors, black and blue, and like the the one I bought, the like chartreuse. So and yeah, this right here is the jackhammer. This is by Z-Man. This is the jackhammer, and it uh, and this is what you bought. This is what you caught your first bid on, right? You, the black and blue. No, I did not pick black and blue. I picked like the kind of like a shaded chartreuse on the bottom, and like gray on the top. I got you. I got you. All right, so 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 you, your first fish comes on the jackhammer. Is that is that a sigh of relief that you got one on the board? Yeah, I mean, like the weather was changing. Like in the morning, it was still windy and like exactly opposite wind, and it was still dark. Like I felt like it needs to get some light out so the fish can see it better because the water was kind of murky, like everywhere pretty much. So I felt like okay, uh, and I also like started looking back to the other day, I. To the spot I went to on first on second day, I got at like 10, 11 a.m. in the morning on day one. So I felt I started telling myself, okay, the spot was only good like like later on, not that early. So that kind of calmed me down. But then I caught the fish, and that like okay, okay, that's that's a relief, you know. They're still here. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm actually gonna pull up. Uh... Here is, uh, here's your first fish on uh, your 15 and a half, right, on, on day one. For those of you guys following along home, you can find all, you can, guys, you can find all this stuff at tourneyx.com and see the whole leaderboard or whatever. This, is, this was your first fish on day two. That was your first keeper on the jackhammer. Now, you're, I know that you're an FX rod guy. What, 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 were, you throwing that, what were you throwing that chatterbait on? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was using a 7'6", medium-heavy, moderate fast action uh, crankbait rod so it was perfect except like I did not notice it but like the rod was perfect but my line got stretched out because I caught like on day one I caught so many catfish and I feel like they just stretched my line it became too spongy and I and I started losing fish at the end of day one and I didn't really think about my line and it was just I should have just changed it for day two. So I did lose like one or two fish on day two. Okay, so, all right, so, so uh, take us to fish number two. Where, uh, how, much, how much time had passed from, from fish, from keeper one to keeper two? Take us to fish number two. Okay, uh, I'm not exactly sure when I caught it. I don't think it took too long because my final biggest fish was caught at 9.30. Okay, so, and you're, you're, you're still, are you still swinging that chatterbait around? I mean, that's all I caught, you caught like, all my fish on. I, I think I did try, like, a crankbait for a couple casts, but I was like, uh, that's not going to work. Like, it's not. All right, so, so what was right. the length on, on keeper number two, the 1650? Uh, yeah, that was 1650. All right, so the 16 and a half. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snap a photo of this. Go ahead and tell us about this fish and, and, and what you were doing and how you caught it. I mean, I caught him pretty much exactly the same. Uh, like, day one, like, slow rolling and chatterbait was working before the storm, and after the storm, they just wouldn't want it. I don't know, it got cloudy, maybe they couldn't see it as much. So I started, like, yo-yo the chatterbait uh, so it stays in the strike zone better and closer to the bottom instead of just swirling it in one depth. So it would just go up and down. And that's actually how I caught my biggest fish and, like, another upgrade for day one so right. i did try that and that didn't work day two now now bogdan we got a couple questions coming in from the screen from from the folks down below uh where did you launch from 
Will you give us that? Yeah, yeah, it's the, I think the Shell Mound, it's recreation area, campground. It's way south. Shen, say that again. Shell Mound. Shell Mound? I think. Shell I think mound so, Brad. yeah. Shell Mound, Brad, Brad, there's there's no, the, if you can drop a link. What yeah, do you there's, there, there, there's not a lot of ramps down there, just like Yeah, one. I got you. What, um, how deep of water are you fishing? Like, where, do you, where are you sitting? Because you're offshore, right? Yeah, it's offshore, but I found like a hump, and I think the shallowest that particular hump was seven. My other spot that I fished in the morning was like four, so it was shallow and just drop offs. I got you. And it had it had grass on it, so it was it was definitely different. So like shell mounds or something yeah, like that, Jody. Yeah, shell mound. Okay, yeah, yeah, shell mound campground. All right, that makes sense. Thank you, Jody Queen. So big stick right there, and Jody Queen. So all right, so fish number three. What, what, what was your third fish? Another 1550 or a six and a half or your big boy for day oh, two? Oh, was none of the above. Like my next three fish were 13 and a half, 14 and 13 and a half. Okay, and so I, cut my, I cut my limit at 830. So you have a full limit at 830. You're now starting to upgrade. Yeah, I feel like like when I, I kept saying like it was so slow, but I, I suppose it was not that bad. It was only like. 45 minutes to get a limit but i don't know maybe it just like felt long i don't know right now yeah. you had actually taken a text message from 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 ryan lambert right what did that text message say oh yeah that was like early morning before we even launched he said um good luck i'm coming for you bud or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot like ryan lambert you know already already talking some trash did that do anything to you mentally or you're like no man i'm 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 Ukrainian, like I'm not scared of no American. <laughs> well, he was on, in like sixth, eighth place. I, first of all, when I go into tournaments, I never think like I'm competing against somebody. Like how, how somebody else does has no effect on how I do. So why would I have to put energy or thinking into worrying about somebody else, you know? And you're, wait a minute, you're 23 years old, are you sure? <laughs> You want to see my ID? <laughs> no, bro. I don't want to see your ID, man. That's that's phenomenal advice for everybody at home that's listening and watching and thinking about getting into this sport, guys. This right here, this this young man sitting right here, articulating and doing what he's doing, and, and straight taking us to taking us to school and giving us an education on not just on on how to fish, on how to do, but how to carry yourself, how to overcome mentally, how to not worry about what the other guy's doing. I straight, as I fish this tournament as well, and I struggled uh, on every day because I struggle every time I fish. But I struggled, and I was watching, you know, a lot of these other guys, uh, you know, behind me catching fish, and I was having the self-doubt and doing everything that, that you're sitting here telling me now as a champion, telling me that you were not doing. So as a guy who fished 98th place with my one fish in two days, right? Hey, hey, I qualified, right? I ain't got no shame in my game. That's all I Good. for, right? <laughs> Good. So you were busy but, taking pictures. I, hey, no, I will absolutely vlog, and I appreciate it, buddy. You're right. I had, I had a bunch of fun. That's what I was there for. But no, you know what? It, it's, it's one of those things, man, that, that the way you're carrying yourself and the, and the lessons that you're telling us here, bro, to, to straight focus on you and do you, that's exactly right. And, and it's phenomenal for me to see a young man like yourself carry yourself the way that you do. And not only that, bro, but to articulate yourself what you're doing in English, which is a language that you didn't even speak nine years ago. It's absolutely <laughs> incredible for me, man. So you guys give a big heart, smash up, thumbs up button, 
and 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 tell and, and let Bogdan know that you're that you're proud of him and what he's done because dude that's incredible. So now we're at fish number four, right? Your keeper fish. Uh, you know, you're you start you're starting to upgrade, right? So what's your next what's your next upgrade? No, actually I said like I caught thirteen and a half, fourteen and another thirteen and a half, and I had a limit by eight thirty. Okay. So, so so you're just upgrading now, right? So what where where was your where where's your next upgrade come from and what fish was it? Well, it was uh, it was exactly the same spot, and it was a 15 and a half incher, and then I cut another 15 and a half incher. I don't know the timing, but it was like back to back. So at that point, I had three 15 and a half inchers. So I'm like, I better start uploading my pictures because I'm gonna mix them up. You know, I don't want to upload the same picture. So I usually okay, just upload so them to what, the live. What time of day is this? Are you looking at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, nine thirty, somewhere in there? Yeah, since I got the limit at 8.30, so that was, I got the limit at 8.30, and 9.30, that was my final fish, final so biggest fish. Is your technique typical of get your limit and then load fish to turn it in? Yeah, usually I just do it at the end, and, like, people call me a sandbagger, but I don't care. You know, it's, okay. it's a lot of wasting, it's a lot of time wasted, you know, no, and if you're on the pool... Ron Champion does it. He says he don't, but but we all know that he does. <laughs> so let's I mean, talk about. Go ahead. If you're on the school and they keep biting, why would they waste playing with my phone if I need to catch a fish? No, absolutely, yeah. man. I completely agree, dude. Absolutely. So, but uh, all right. So so when you start upgrading, when when like what, what did you move off of that school? Uh, well. Like throughout the day, I would fish the area, the main hump. Like there was just one corner that was productive. And if I didn't get bite, like the area had even more humps with grass, but they were not productive. They look good, just as good, but I didn't catch anything on there. So I would just rotate and go around and then come back and do the same exact cast. And I would just let the area rest for 10 minutes maybe and just come back, keep coming back and that's you know that's what i did outstanding man outstanding dude that, that's phenomenal so uh you know it, it's funny amanda brandon i'm gonna take a step oh i'm gonna give you just a second to, to kind of build in getting ready to go into your final fish so but but uh, amanda brandon just says thank you for not sandbagging guys and the reason that she says that if you guys are not familiar when when everyone sandbags and we all go at two o'clock to start loading fish it overloads the system and it labels the, the judges to uh to not really be able to to keep up with the demand of seeing the fish processing the fish out judging the fish and getting all those everything put into components to be where we needed to be so there i mean while by all means it's not a rule like you're allowed to post your to you know to set your fish up when you need to set them up it does absolutely help the the the, the smoothness and and help with how evenly uh distributed times are to getting fish scored and getting fish done there's a lot of fish that go through these systems and Amanda and the rest of the judging team work very, very hard behind the scenes to keep all that stuff current and updated and flowing. So that way we can get to award ceremonies, um, you know, in kind of a quicker time. So quick shout out to all the team members there um, and everybody behind the scenes at, uh, at KBF that do what they do to keep everything running so smoothly. So um, without that guys, if for some reason you guys are just tuning in, this is episode one of, uh, of the way in. I'm your host, Scott Usher. Um, this is, uh, this is your 2019 DZ, uh, KBF FLW, uh, cup champion, 
uh, presented by Yak Attack. And this is Bogdan, and I'm not going to give your last name away again. You can introduce it one more time. Bro. Bogdan Karostetsky. That's, that's, that's him right here, guys. This is the champ. And, uh, guys, we're just doing a walkthrough. We're just catching up. For some reason, you guys are just tuning in. Uh, we're getting ready. We're going to talk about his final fish and kind of kind of his kicker fish in the end of day two. And, uh, you know, and, and where you were at and where you're doing. So tell us about your final kind of your final, your final keeper fish. Uh, that was a 1775, which was the biggest fish of the day. And I caught it at 930. Um, I mean, I was doing the same thing, just slow rolling a chatterbait. And, you know, we had some small uh, short showers and uh, rain coming in. So I feel like once the rain passed and the sun came out, I feel like they would get more active. So I'm pretty sure, like, the sun was out when that fish bite. And so now it's 9.30 in the morning, and this is a very pretty fish, guys. You guys are walking to go to Journey X and follow along with what we're following along with if you're, you know, if you're not watching from your mobile device. Um, but uh, uh, this is a soft fish, and so now at 9.30 in the morning, so now you go from 9.30 to what, 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon without another upgrade, right? Yeah, when I was looking at my album and checking the time, like, I was so surprised it was only 9.30. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I caught, like, smaller fish after that, but I don't know. I think after that point, the leaderboard was actually, like, the, the, the biggest fish I didn't upload until, like, the leaderboard was shut off. I don't know why. I guess I was sandbagging one fish. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> you were holding on to that 17 and a, 17 and a half, right? Yeah, I guess I wanted, I wanted to give Ryan some hope. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> so, so guys, if you're not familiar with what was going on behind the scenes, uh, and for some reason you're just tuning in, Ryan Lambert, who's a known stick, the Naked Jack is his, it's basically his backyard. He had just won the Pro Tour on Gunnersville the week before, literally seven days before. He had just won the Pro Tour uh, segment of, of the Gunnersville uh, KBF event. And uh, uh, so he comes into to, to tournament number two in two weeks in his backyard, he sends you a text and says he's coming for you to try to rattle the Ukrainian. And that doesn't work because you can't rattle, you can't rattle the man, right? <laughs> and so, uh, so you're now, so now you're sandbagging somewhat purposely to kind of not, because at this point, Ryan caught a limit and loaded fish early. I remember checking the leader, the, 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 the NRS leaderboard earlier in the day. And, uh, and Ryan was up there quick. I mean, he had a limit. I don't know how fast it was. Well, I'm, I'm sure we can find out later on and maybe get his side of the story. But he had a he had a board quick, and so you're now holding on to the 17 and three quarter. What time did you finally load that fish? Uh, it was probably like uh, after 11, 11:30 maybe. Um, yeah, it was it was not like way too long. But at that point, I never checked the leaderboard, so I didn't know where I'm at. But I did yeah, check Facebook. Pretty much had it shut down by then. Yeah. But I did check Facebook, like, one of my friends uh, posted a screenshot of, like, before it shut off. So that gave me hope. I was still leading with, without uploading the big fish. So, so that, that, was, that actually gave me, like, okay, I can relax a little. I'm doing good, you know. Because it was such a slow day and I expected, such a, I expected to catch bigger fish, that kind of told me, like, everybody's having a slow day. I can kind of relax. I got you. Well, you were you were leading. I mean, day one, you were ninety-two and a half inches coming out of day one, 
And so you had a pretty decent lead on day one. So you come into day two and, uh, and, and you put up 81 and three quarters inches. And that ultimately led to your total, your total inches of 74, of 174 and a quarter inches. And that left you ahead of Ryan Lambert, the local, uh, uh, by, by a two inch gap. I mean, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, in a lot of sports, that you know, we would consider that a, a domination, big man. You know, we, I mean, you know, that's it's not a, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's not a whole fish, but two inches is a lot in a tournament where it's this close. We've got that many top level anglers. Um, you know, this was this was a big tournament, man. A, a lot of big sticks. We had had we had over a hundred people, a uh, hundred guys sign up and make their way to this event, and this event is smack was smack dab on a Saturday and a Sunday. It was a two day event in between two of the bigger events that KBF hosts every year in the Gunnersville Trail, and then this coming week up on the Three Rivers here in Georgia, in middle Georgia, which are two of the bigger trails that KBF does. And so it was quite interesting to see, uh, you know, when they come up. Now, they brought both you guys up on stage. If you guys are not haven't watched it before, we can drop the links to the live video. I'm sure Brad can probably find those for us. They're probably still on FLW.com. But uh, uh, they bring both you guys up on stage. And, uh, and when you walk up on stage, are you, do you know you know that you've got it won? Well, Ryan kept telling me I got it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew my total inches, and I told it to Ryan. Like, he was, he was asking, how would you do? Like, what's your inches? And he's like, yeah, you got it, you got it. So he, I mean, at that so, point, I was pretty sure I got it. So wait a minute, you guys are off stage, and Ryan asked for your inches, and you gave him the real numbers? Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it. It was like no big deal. Man, I feel like I feel like there's some mind strategy there, right? Now, I'm not a tournament guy. I'm a fan, but as a fan, I feel like you know you always put yourself in that situation, right? I feel like I would have. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know about. I mean, obviously, you always want to be truthful and, and be respective of the sport, but uh, you know, I don't know which one of you guys. I'd have to play a game of rock paper scissors to see who says their inches first or something, right? Guys, y'all comment below and tell us what you would do in that situation, whether or you know how you would do that to decide who's given, you know, who's given that at first. So you guys to kind of go. So then Ryan walks up on stage pretty much knowing that uh, that, that, that you've got him beat, right? Yeah. What, but, what is it? I mean, there was probably still a chance, like, that could have been not true. Yeah. And that would, that would be so weird. I would not know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're standing on stage. And, uh, and, and the, the, you know, the, the, you're on a big stage, a whole bunch of fans in the audience. We're at the Dayton boat docks. I mean, there's some aerial photos that we shot with the drones that just show that entire place lit up. And, uh, you're now on stage waiting for waiting to hear your name being called. Uh, I mean, tell us stuff about that, man. What did, I mean, what did that feel like? I mean, was the heart racing? Did you feel, did you feel the air? I mean, uh, you know, what was going on in your mind? I feel like I was more nervous, like, before going on the stage. But once you're on the stage, it's like, I mean, you don't have a choice. Until they give you a microphone. Then I'm like, uh, uh, what am I going to say? It felt like I'm going, like, I'm making a presentation in college, you know? Yeah, Standing yeah. there and everybody's looking at you. <laughs> well, you did a phenomenal job, man. I, uh, once again, dude, congratulations. You, you did a phenomenal job at coming down there. I tell you what, between you and Fader, both of you northern guys coming down here, um, you know, at, at two of our last, what, two of our last four or five tournaments, and, and just basically beating, you know, uh, beating the brakes off of these southern boys on their own water. 
I um, you know, uh, I don't I don't know what you guys are, are doing up there on the north end, but but we might need to take a little bit more notice, guys. It uh, they're they're doing something pretty solid. You got I think many times, many times local advantage is not always is sometimes can be a disadvantage. You you kind of overthink stuff, maybe maybe you know too much, and when you have an open mind, you you can just and you need to get lucky, but when you have an open mind, you kind of like. It distracts you that there could be something else. You found something good, that's all you got, and that's all you're going to fish. You don't know anything else. You know? Man, I'm telling you what. Oh, Boggin's taking us to church tonight, guys. I'm telling y'all what, man. Dropping the knowledge left and right <laughs> on these guys. I'm telling y'all, that's what the weigh-in's all about, guys. This is the kind of thing that we're going to be doing and bringing you guys every week with the new weigh-in series. This is just episode one. We're just getting started. Um, and, and what we're doing here, but but Bogdan, man, let's see that hardware, bro. I know you got the hardware within arm's reach. Let's see that uh, hardware. Should they, should they start with the one from 2018, or should they just or 2017? Oh wait a minute, you got hard. Wait a minute, you got a hardware case? <laughs> well, I did not get this one just recently, but this is first place trail event from Saint Clair in 2017. Okay, all right. So you got one piece of hardware there. Let's see the rest. Go it off. Uh, I got some gold ones. That was 2018. Big bass from one of the Michigan kayak trail, uh, just trail events. And that was first place with big bass. Okay, okay. Well, Bobby's going to put in some more shelf space. This one is big, doesn't fit very well, but this is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, at the okay. end of the 2018, I won the state championship for Michigan Kayak Trail. And that actually put me in the first place for Angler of the Year. So I won the state championship and Angler of the Year that day. That was, that was insane. So now, you know, just to kind of back up, because we had talked to a couple other guys in the sport that, um, that didn't quite know your name, but obviously they're going to look at the hardware that you have and an Angler of the Year title – at, at any level, even in, you know, you know, especially in a place up north where y'all don't have the same fishery, you know, the same type of fishing year round like we do here down south. And so, uh, you know, so kudos to you, man. You're, you definitely have submitted a spot in overcoming everything you've overcome, the attitude and how you carry yourself. Um, you know, I, 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 I hope nothing but good things for you, man. You've made a fan out of me and a bunch of other people. So congratulations on your win. Dude, I just, I'm super, super impressed with how you carry yourself, what you do, and uh, I, I hope that this is a sport. I hope that this opens opportunities for you, and, uh, you know, I hope you get, you know, hope you start getting some inboxes and some, and some phone calls and some emails, uh, you know, from, from some companies that, that you know, that, that see what we see in you and how you carry yourself, man, and, uh, you know, we're excited for you, man. What's your next event? Where, where, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to White Lake for Michigan Kite Trail. It's going to be the second step of uh, the year and I did pretty bad on the first stop and we can jump one of the events so I kind of need to do pretty good on that one so I'm gonna go there tomorrow so get back out and do and do some and do some pre-fishing tomorrow huh yep where, 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 where's your next where's your next KBF event what are you looking at next uh it's gonna be St. Clair KBF trail on St. Clair okay. May 25th I believe and you've won there before already so yeah, and I took third in 2018, so, I mean, I'm going to put a lot of time into that one, too. And everybody's Sweet. watching, you should make it to St. Clair. It's going to be smallmouth heaven. You're going to be catching 90 inches or more. Oh, smallmouth. 
yeah, it's gonna be like quarter inch separating every person like for the next ninety inches. It's gonna be insane. And, and so, so over the last two years on Sinclair, you've taken first and third, right? Yeah. So if yeah. you finish first, second, or third, if you finish in the top three this year, that'll be the hat trick, right? That'll be pretty impressive. That's actually so. what your second place finisher and Ryan Lambert. That's what he's looking to do this coming weekend on on the KBF Three Rivers here in Middle Georgia. Because last, you know, two weeks ago he took first place in the Pro Division on Gunnersville. This past week he took second place. You know, falling right behind you up on Nickajack, and now he's looking to, to close out the hat trick this coming weekend. So, um, Bob, thank you so much for your time, dude. I'm gonna let you go. Uh, congratulations again on 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 being the first DZ. Uh, KBF FLW uh, Cup champion that was presented by Yak Attack, brother. Congratulations once again, dude. We thank you for your time, and uh, I can't wait to see you on the trail again, brother. I'm, I'm excited to come learn from you. I'm going to take some of the lessons that you taught us here tonight. I'm going to apply them to myself as an angler and see if I can improve and get a little better myself. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun, and hopefully we can do better this year, and I'm excited what the future is going to bring us. And now, one last time, guys, we'll go in here before, but your your Instagram handles and your, and your your YouTube page, give us those links one more time. Yeah, you can find me at Kayak Outbreak, YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook if you want to follow me around, see what I'm doing. I just post pictures and just update tournament recaps. And I'm actually, I actually started working on the FOW tournament today. I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but I'll get it done. Well, when you get it up, brother, be sure to post it up. We'll all share it, and I uh, can't wait to watch it and, and be able to go in and see, you know, everything that you've walked us through tonight, but to put, put visuals to that and to see how you carry that out and see how you end that on your YouTube channel. I'm excited for that, brother. And once again, man, thank you. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for what you've done, and uh, congratulations, man. You're a phenomenal young man and uh, proving yourself to be a stick to compete with. So I'm excited to see you on the trail, brother. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. See ya. No problem, brother. We'll see you later, man. Thanks so much. Guys, you guys tune in. Y'all make sure that y'all smash that heart button, smash that like button, and give Bogdan a big thank you. Uh, the guy just, uh, you know, took us to church, put us in class tonight, and taught us a couple things. Did a great job. Um, I'm going to get ready to sign off, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, to the weigh-in. Once again, I'm your host, Scott Butcher. Whoa. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and this is episode one. As you can tell, we're still learning to do all these different things. But uh, it's going to be fun, guys. We're going to run this for, uh, uh, for as long as we can. Tune in every week and, uh, and bring you guys different recaps, different sporting, uh, different winners, different stories from different guys in the industry. We're going to have segments where we take your questions, where we bring you guys on. We want you weighing in here on what's going on in the community and what's going on in the sport. So uh, we hope to see you guys again next week for episode two of The Weigh-In. Um, I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and uh, it's been a great one, guys. We're going to catch you guys next time. Um, as, like I always say, tag your dreams, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Holla. See you.